This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes! It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Odyssey and Sports Radio 94 WIP. that I wasn't 100% sure I would ever get to say on this podcast, dude, over the last two days doing a show with you on WIPA. Like, I have thought so much about all the crap we've had to talk about, all the depressing Phillies teams, all the depressing, devastating, gut punch, heartbreaking moments that we've had, all the crappy crappy players like Odubel and Familia just this year alone, like the Velasquez's, the Francos, like all the freaking crap we've been through and how Jack, like tonight with like the last two nights, have them do what they did last night and tonight to just go out and like handle business like a professional baseball team. Like I just honestly, I'm like kind of speechless, man. I'm emotional. I'm, um, I'm, I'm, so freaking happy, Jack Fritz. How you doing, pal? I I think I'm so happy that I can't formulate a sentence. Like, I legitimately think my brain was short-circuiting in, like, the eighth and ninth inning because I was so freaking nervous. Like, I gave myself a headache again. This, this like, this was just a wild card round series. Now, <laughs> I know, now, dude. No, I know. Like the most intense thing I've experienced dude. in years, man. And play, dude, playoff baseball. It there is nothing more intense in my entire life than than playoff baseball. And I can't, dude. Let me just, I let me just start this off by saying I am so god forsaken proud of this baseball team. I am so damn proud of them. I am so proud of what they just showed. That's a baseball win. That's a baseball team. That's a different team. That's winners. That is freaking winners. And for years, Nola this, Nola that. Mm -hmm. They're never going to come through. They're going to choke. That's what they do. They always will let you down. And they didn't let us down. Even though I've seen them lose that game four million times. They lose that game every single freaking time. And in the biggest moment in 11 years, in 11 years, the biggest moment for this freaking baseball team, Aaron Nola shoved, all right? Aaron Nola shoved. Bryce Harper went, yeah, yeah. He went, yeah, yeah, in a deciding game two. You had Jose Alvarado coming in a big spot and get out of it and come back and get another out. You had Sir Anthony Dominguez, who no one had confidence in, throwing 1-0 sliders to Nolan Arenado and then said, see ya. You had Zach Eflin, 
who has been dealing with neath troubles and never thought he would get back this season, who just closed it out, and you had Edmundo Sosa, who the Cardinals gave up on, making the same play that Chooch made to send his team to the World Series in 08 in the same exact spot. In the same exact spot. What a baseball game. What an exhilarating moment for us. This fan base, everyone involved. I, 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 am, I am just, I'm so happy. And one final thing before I throw it back to you, buddy, is that freaking Yachty, Pujols, <laughs> Wainwright, Michael K, and A-Rod, see ya, see ya, see ya. I don't want to hear it anymore. Take your baseball heaven and shove it. I don't want to hear about it anymore because the Phils just came in and took it down. I cannot believe it. I cannot believe what we just saw. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. buddy. What Pujols, a night. Yadier Wainwright, leave with all the fans who left in the top of the ninth inning last night because turns out they had the right idea because it was over from that moment in the ninth it was over and let me add one more to your and this and that how about and defensive superstar alec bohm who was the best defensive third baseman in a playoff series with nolan arenado in it alec bohm jack like is that something that like in a series with nolan arenado and alec bohm alec bohm was by far the superior defensive third baseman got the big hit with the double like Again, man, like this team, this team, like they were the better team. They were the team that came into this series and just did what they had to do to win. And and to your point, Nola, man, like Jack, again, like we joked about it going in, but we saw playoff Nola. Like I tweeted at you. How, how, when have I ever tweeted, hey, Jack, Fritz, blah, blah, blah. Like I don't do that stuff. I, I was thought it was a fake to. account. I was compelled to because we watched playoff Nola go out and dominate in a clinching game, Jack. Like, that was like, like, it's almost like the podcast fulfilled. Like, that was like the the thing we wanted to see and obviously want so much more, but it feels like, like, it, again, it almost felt like it became like a, a, a joke or a urban legend or whatever. Like, playoff NOLA wasn't a thing. And like, tonight, like, our thing for the hit, like the entirety of our podcast, like was real before our eyes, Jack. Like we saw playoff Nolan tonight, and he was magical. He, dude, he was he was magical. But it's not even just that, dude. Like they should have won that game seven nothing. Oh, totally, like, they, totally. They dominated, and and you and I and everyone listens to this podcast have seen them. Like, like every time they wouldn't score, automatically the other team is scoring next inning. There was like three times tonight where Nola just went out and was like, I got it. Don't worry about it. 13 innings pitched this week, James, in a clinching game on Monday, in a game two on the road in St. Louis where that crowd was, was they were on fire. Um, no earned runs. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't want to, you know, evoke, oh, wait, Hamels. But I mean, I mean this, is what we're, this is what we're seeing right now. And from our freaking guy, man, uh, playoff Nola, I had given up on the idea of that ever happening, um, especially in a big spot. But, dude, I, I just I could not be happier to be wrong. I, I, I could not be happy to be wrong. And like, just think about how good he's going to be now that that this has been lifted off his shoulders this pressure this weight all of that like all and this is what we we're saying heading into the series james 
was that you should first off should not have let the fills in. I, we said that last very week. clearly. I mean, but and and you but, know what? Real quick, real quick, we're not one to do it, and you know, we're not like a, you know throw credit around, especially to each other or to ourselves. But you know, credit where due. The moment they clinch, Jack Fritz was like, they're winning the first series. Like, I don't even know who they're playing yet, and they're winning. Like, I feel so incredibly confident about it. Like, not your style to be, like, over-the-top confident. Well done, buddy. Well, well I mean. You were the first, the first on that one. Well, frankly. Then everyone was. Then everyone was like, oh, yeah, they're yeah. definitely winning. It's like, oh, well, they're winning in two. No problem. You know? It happens every year. Like, every year a team sneaks in in the sixth seed and then goes on a run. Or not. Obviously, it's the first time it's been a sixth seed. But a last seed makes it in. They go on a run. And, like, we, we talked about it so much heading into this series of, like, you know, if they get in, like, they, just making the playoffs was an accomplishment for this team. Just getting in and making the playoffs, like that's why they were playing so tight for the last two weeks because they had that pressure of you're going to collapse again, you're going to collapse again, you're going to collapse again, and now they can just go play baseball, James. Like what was that team I was watching today? They didn't crumble. They played good defense. I mean, Rob Thompson was – I mean, he made some decisions tonight that's like, listen, it's a big game every – Every decision is going to be scrutinized. I, I cannot believe Cassianos was out there in the field. Dude, I, oh, my God. I'm so happy. So I was watching the game with my buddy Tommy, and shout out to our buddy Brandon Lee Gowton, who unexpectedly came. I went to see my buddy Tommy, and, and Brandon just showed up, and it was amazing. We had a great time. But I'm literally yelling at both of them. I'm like, why is Cassianos in the game right now? Like, what? Is Veerling hurt? Like what? Like what? I was like, I was like apoplectic. I was like sure that we were going to lose the game somehow because of like a liner to right that he can't get to or something. Yeah, and and yeah, it was and believe me, I mean that ball that Yachty hit. And by the way, the fact that they survived Yachty somehow getting oh, a base hit God, in, in in this year of 2022 oh, is absurd. God. Um, but it was just it was all night long, and and putting putting Alvarado back out there after getting a big out, a huge moment. Um. Trusting Sir Anthony, even yeah. though he's struggled, he has struggled mightily. That's going to give him a huge confidence boost. He went against Goldie and Arenado and struck yeah. them both out. Like, well, and trusting like, him to let him go after those guys after, you know, at first it looked like he might get himself in a little trouble, and then he settled in and, and got two massive outs. And it was it was it was just it was like I I didn't know the baseball team I was watching. Like Bone making the plays that he made. There were some things that, of course, they should like. The one move that uh, people are going to yell about a lot, it, it, it had they lost that game, was Segura bunting. Um, and in that moment, you know, you have two lefties on deck. You have a lefty on the mound. Uh, let's like, I if Segura should have shown you enough yesterday with what he did early in the game and what he did late in the game that he, you can trust him to get the runner over if he gets two strikes on him. I agree. Um, so, so I would have trusted Segura more there. Um, you know, especially with two lefties coming up uh, and whatever. Although at the same time, like Stott's your best contact guy, so you know him striking out there is more surprising than anything. But it all worked out, James. And like I've never been more nervous at this. Like I know the Super Bowl happened. I get it. I think because I was working, like it, I didn't have the total nerves because I was like focused on three different things. Like that was the most intense I have felt during a sporting event. Like I, again, in forever, forever. And I legitimately felt like I was going to throw up. I gave myself a headache. But they got the job done. The Phils are going to play the Braves, dude. We're having a Braves-Cowboys week. 
Like, oh my God, what is happening? What is happening? And we're going to get a home freaking playoff game at Citizens Bank Park. I can't wait, dude. And according to the website, it's already sold out. So we don't have to worry about the whole, oh, well, are they even going to get 45000 plus for the playoff game? Yeah, because it's already sold out because this city, when they get behind the baseball team, they show up. And I can't, dude, like the games in Atlanta can happen, whatever. Get me, get me to Friday night. Get me to Friday night. This is going to be the longest week of my life. I don't care. It's going to be the longest week of my life. We got two playoff games in Atlanta and then a home playoff game on Friday. Oh, kill me. I'm going to be so happy. Uh, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm so ready for it. Like, games at Citizen Bank Park was, like, one of the immediate things that I'm sure every Phillies fan thought about because it's, like, almost doesn't feel real to not have a playoff game because, you know, if it wasn't these stupid one-game series they've done in years, like, we're not used to this three games all-in-one-place thing. Like, if you make the playoffs, you get a game, right? Like, you get a home game. You know, it is it is special that we are going to get games back in that ballpark. And, I you know, I just, like, again, like, I just, I, I feel like the whole thing, to your point, like, the intensity of it you're at like for me it's definitely the most intense sporting two sporting events the back-to-back days of the phillies since the super bowl for me it's the most i've cared about a sporting event since then and and in a lot of ways it is more intense in the sense that obviously it's not as important a game comparatively but but playoff baseball is just more intense like it just is it is just more intense especially the jump from regular season to baseball to playoff baseball you know it's just like it's like going from like JV to varsity or going from like the minors to the majors, whatever you want to say. It's like a completely different game and every decision, every moment, every pitch matters. Dude, every there's nothing runner. better. There's nothing better, dude. Well, yes, I agree. But also like there's also nothing worse again. Like, oh, obviously. Yeah, it's like, way, way more excruciating. Uh, dude, well. every uh, dude, every every single base runner. I was like, well, like Bryce freaking Harper, like, <laughs> dude. And it, I think he actually was safe. The replay really did. Look I don't like care he was if he was safe. Agree. He deserved care. to be out. I don't care if he was safe. He deserved to be out. Like, dude, you've done that way too many times in that spot. What the hell are you thinking? Like, what are you thinking? You're like Mr. Baseball. Like that was infuriating. But. But, but that homer was massive, dude. Oh. And, and, and they needed that. I said to you on the radio when we were on today, I'm like, I'm like, I think Noah's going to be good tonight, but if they could like score some runs for him and obviously they didn't score many early, but like get him a lead, let him out in front, let him have a little bit of a, a cushion to work with. And it being Bryce in that moment, like, you know, our first Bryce, like real, you know, with the walk, but like our first Bryce playoff moment in a Phillies uniform. And it was a freaking moonshot, magical, like beautiful home run. And again, you know, not to go back to what we were doing before, but um, if I am going to like be doling out credit, I will say I was literally right before the pitch saying to, to my buddy Tommy and, and BLG, you know, Bryce has got to adjust his approach. He just doesn't have the power because of the hand thing. Like, worry about singles, worry about doubles, and then boom. So, you know, I don't know if that's credit or not, but I definitely feel like it played a role, you know? Well, here's what I'll say is that, uh, first off, uh, you know, Bryce is our guy, and I, I needed him to have a, a good p- a playoff moment. Totally. Like, totally. I love the daycare. I love the daycare guys. I love Schwarbs. Uh, you know, what, I love the guys that have been here. But, like, Bryce is the guy you signed, and Bryce is the guy that is here to help this team win a World Series. 
And for the first time in his career, he's out of the first round of the playoffs. And he, he's, wow. he's in, in I, the I knew round. that, but I forgot about it in the moment. Like, I, I've known that before, but I yeah. didn't think about it. That's, that's well, it's not so the first wild, time he's been John. in the divisional round, but it's right. the first playoff I know, I know, won. but still, like, it's crazy to think it's the first time he's won a round in the playoffs. To put it that way is wild. Well, and especially because he's, you know, he's been the face of baseball since totally. he was 16. You know, and it, hey, hey, took LeBron a long time to figure out how to win <laughs> Um and you know, good for him, man. Like yeah. he's here in a, in a in a deciding game two on the road when the crowd is going, uh, you know, nuts. And you know, I thought Nicholas was, I don't know, man. It, they should have they should have killed Nicholas, but whatever. Um, you know, in that moment, him having that homer, it's like bang, there's our guy. Um, and he he torched it, man. Like it was. It was a bomb. It's and the best it ball he's hit since he's been back. It was like, or at least the most like Bryce, like no doubt about it. He's hit the opposite field stuff. That was like the first no doubt about it tank shot that he's hit since he's been back. Yeah. And, and again, to do it at that moment, um, you know, and, and again, part of being a leader and, and part of being the superstar on the team is calming everyone else's nerves, you know, and, totally. and being... Uh, you know, the I guy they look to, right? It's like I'm looking to you to calm me down because you're the vet. You're the guy who should know about this, who's been here before. Yep. And, you know, in their deciding game on Monday, Schwarber did it. And in a deciding game, too, it was Nola and it was Harper. Um, and you kind of just let everyone else play. Um, and everyone else did, dude. Like, uh, I, I, I can't believe we had a bone game. You know, honestly, a Bohm series like Bohm was really good all series long defensively. I mean, arguably the best player, like best non pitcher on the team this series. Yeah, best position player. Yeah, that's what um, I'm saying. You know, for sure. Um, and you know, but him hitting that home run in that spot, it's like, okay, the now du- we go the double, the double. Oh, you're talking about Bryce? I thought you went to yeah, Bryce. That was a yeah. big double too. That was a big double in that spot. And again, like the defensive plays he made. Like over both games, you know, obviously we talked about the stands, but the pools double play in that moment, the stress of that and the the play made tonight on Arenado like that was, you know, maybe it was among considering the moment, maybe the best defensive plays ever made as a Philly well, and, and, the, and the Yachty play I and mean, the Yachty play too. And like that should have been a double down the line dude, to think about like literally ever since the I bleep and hate this place moment, like if you just look at Alec Bohm like the trajectory of that guy, like from that moment till now, like, I mean, think about it. I mean, he's been, he's turned into what we wanted him to be. You know, obviously we want more power, this and that, but like, he's like a really good hitter who we trust in big spots. And is like, not just playing passable third base. He's playing like good third base. It's, it's, it's wild Jack. It is. But again, I, I feel like I don't recognize this team. Like they, they keep they keep doing things that I'm so not used to seeing. Like not crumpling in big moments, stepping up on the road, Alec Bone making stud defensive plays. Do they need to come through and get a big hit every once in a while? Absolutely. Because again, dude, they they significantly outplayed the Cardinals this series. Like significantly. They should have won. A game one, I think, should have been at least tied heading into the ninth. Uh, game two, they should have won that game five nothing. You know, they should have dominated that game. And 
as we go along here, do they need to start coming through? Do their big guys need to show up? Does Nick Castellanos look like he wants to be here? Yes. Oh like, God, of course. Dude, play Veerling. Just play. <laughs> like, not just obviously in the ninth. That was like, honestly, it's the, one of the worst decisions we've seen Topper make, not putting Veerling in there in the ninth. But outside of that, just play Veerling anyway. He's better. He's just a better. I trust him more as an all around player, especially in playoff baseball. Like, if we're going to be winning games 2 nothing, 2 1, 3 1, 3 2, like, that's what the majority look that. That Mariners game was wild, and, and you know, shout out to the M's for getting through, too. Like, 10-9, that was crazy. They were down 8-1. It was a wild game. But, like, that's the the exception, not the rule. Like, most of playoff baseball is these ones, the 2 nothing, the, you know, 2 nothing game that turns into a bit of a blowout because they score 6 in the ninth, like, that kind of stuff. But, you know, like, you, you, you're going to need to play this way to win these type of games, you know? Yeah, um, and I, I got one message for Atlanta, James. Are you ready for it? Uh, never been more ready. It's a different Phil's club than, than you've seen in years past. Like, this is a different Phillies team. They have confidence. They went on the road to St. Louis to get the job done. Now it's time to go to Atlanta to get the job done. I mean, much like St. Louis, I feel like there's a lot of pressure on, on Atlanta. Um, obviously, them winning the World Series last year, you know, there's not as much pressure. Um but I just, I mean, it, it has to be said that the, 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 the team that we have seen the last two nights have been a different baseball team. And I feel like Atlanta's looking at this and saying, oh, thank God we got the fills. And my message to Atlanta is this isn't the same fills. This is a different Phillies team. Wheeler, Nola doing that in, in St. Louis is massive. Now they feel like they can go into, you know, anywhere and win. Uh, it seems like Ranger's going to pitch game one, which is fine. Like Honestly, it's better than if you'd had to have Ranger and you had to, like, go falter or whatever. Like, I think he, I'd rather yeah, have Ranger true. one, you know? Like, that was the yeah. better outcome. And he's been dominant his last two starts against the Braves, too. So. And, again, he's freaking cool as a cucumber, it seems, in any situation. I'm super excited to see him, you know, how, like, it, maybe his heart will be even slower in these situations. Yeah, you never then you have wheels in game two, yeah, and in the first home playoff, playoff game. Oh, playoff. Since, Nolan, home, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Oh, first home. God, it's synchronicity. There has been a lot of, like, poetry with this stuff. You know, we talked about so much, like, clinching with the Nolan Eflin thing. You know, the poetry of Gene getting the winning hit in that spot last night. The poetry of Nola being the guy tonight to clinch it out and Harper getting the big home run. It just It really does feel like... You know, it feels special. Like, it really does so far. Like, a lot of this has felt, you know, really, like, you know, storybookish. And obviously, it's way early. And, the Bra- look, the Braves have been better than them. And, and the Braves should be the favorite. They freaking won the World Series last year. They have a bunch of dudes who know how to win these games and all that. But, like, you know, to the point you made before the playoffs started, I, I think it's even more true now is, like, I wouldn't want to play the Phillies. That's it. That's it. That's that's. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like they have something like kind of cooking. Like they're kind of like last year. Like I knew the Braves were going to win the World Series last year. Oh yeah, you could feel it. I bet on them. I was like, screw it. Like I want to make some money. Like they're they are way underrated. Like this team has something. Like they have something special. Jock Peterson with his dumbass pearls. Like all that stuff. Like it. Like there was just like a vibe to that team. That quote where it was like, yeah, we're just those bleeping dudes or whatever. Like. They had, like, a swag and a vibe where it was like, all right, like, I don't think anyone's going to beat them. Like, the Phillies aren't there yet. They haven't, like, you know, gotten those moments and developed it quite there yet. But they definitely, like, like I really like the vibe is what I'm saying, you know? Well, and, and I think we talked about that yesterday. It's like, 
we remember sitting there. I knew exactly when the Nationals were going to win the World Series, and I knew exactly when yep. the Braves were going to win yep. the World Series. And it was stuff like what happened with the Phils out in St. Louis. I'm just telling you, that's what it was. And, again, don't let the Phils take one in Atlanta. Don't let them do it. You bury them. If you're, if you're the Braves, you got to bury this team. You got to take two at home, and you got to bury them and make sure that crowd is dampened on Friday night. Um, because if not, you're going to have – like, just think about this, James. If you don't bury the Phils – if you don't bury them in games one and two, you are going to have a fan base that has waited 11 oh years it's for a home be playoff insane, game. Dude. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're going to have the Phillies fan base that has waited 11 years for a home playoff game in combination with the first Eagles-Cowboys game of the year. Oh, my God. Like, it's going to be – this fan base is going to be like the, like, like rabid on uh, this weekend. And they're going to be on another level. And if they go out and they, you know, you split in Atlanta and you take game three on Friday, Saturday night in a possible closeout game, in a possible freaking closeout game with Fritz in attendance on Friday night. I mean, it's just, it's going to be, it's going to, I just, this is going to be the longest and best week of my, I really believe it's going to be the best week of my life. I love it, buddy. So far, you know, I'm not gonna lie. This this weekend has been up there with the best weekends of my life. Like, what up? And and let me speak for Jack Fritz, for me too, but even more for Jack Fritz. Thank you, Phillies, for winning it in two, so Jack didn't have to be on the radio tomorrow and like suffering in desperate sadness, like trying to pay attention to a late night Phillies deciding playoff game while doing a ra- like. I'm so happy for you, buddy. Like, I was like dreading that eventuality for you dude i would have been fired like i'm just telling you i i would you wouldn't have hurt me on the radio again the 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 amount of times <laughs> i've been pacing around my apartment just saying loser loser like it's just i i have not handled this playoff series well now like I, i've been keeping it together um but i'm just saying like if, if i had to do that on the radio tomorrow like would have been bye bye jack like no more jack on wip one hundred percent. Like it would have been uh, the career would have been gone because this series has taken I, I legitimately think a, a year off my life at least. And again, like both nights, I gave myself a headache, um, <laughs> which is just insane. Like I'm sitting there, I, I had to keep going. It's like a water. child. You're like a child who gets so worked up that they like can't control themselves, and they get so worked up that they get a headache or they get have throw up or whatever. That you're like a child in that way. Like your again, love for the Phillies is literally childlike i think that that comes through very apparently yeah. um and the other thing that was happening was that like i mean i had i had beers when we got home off the show me too i, know, I was feeling pretty good at the end of first uh-huh. dude by the seventh inning i felt nothing like i i was on pins and needles again the the, the fills are bus killers man like they're just drinking the miller light obviously like shout out to miller light we love you presented by miller light I'm drinking as much just because I was like completely sobered up by the last few innings. I'm like, I need to drink something. I know, I know, I know. But all well worth it, dude. I just, it, this has been such a weird feeling, man. This has been such a weird, like we never thought what? it was gonna happen. We never. I thought first we'd of all, I, I never. In full disclosure, I never thought they'd win a playoff series again. Yeah. You know, I thought they'd make the playoffs again, but winning a playoff series that was a big ask. Um. And the fact that we're here and the fact that they they played so well and there's a little team of destiny vibes with this team. You know, like, I'm a 
Phil's Mariners World Series. Um, it's just I, I, I just I'm so happy. Like I don't have any. Like I'm just so happy, and and that's what baseball is, man. And that's why that's what this is why you and I do this, and and why I, I you, me, whatever, we get so frustrated. And we hear, oh, baseball's so boring. Oh, baseball this, baseball that. Like, dude, if you thought these last two nights have been boring, like, you just hate sports. And you, <laughs> and you, just, like, you just don't appreciate good sports. Like, that is sport at its purest form. Clutch moments, drama. I mean, Michael Kay and A-Rod, I mean, they were trying so damn uh. hard to, to will a, a Cardinals comeback. I mean, I thought I was listening to a home broadcast. But we survived. Like, they survived, and I, listen. There are they piece mailing the bullpen together. Yeah, is Zach Eflin the closer now? I I guess so. That, I that mean, dude kind of clearly dude, is. Yes, it, it can't be overstated that Zach Eflin, who has never closed a game until Monday, I know, has pitched in back to back games on the road in a playoff series and like his thrown strikes. I will listen. He doesn't have ninety nine. He doesn't have classic closer stuff, but. Man, he just throws strikes. Well, uh, Jack, real quick, I'll, I'll bet you I, I'm not a, you know, Elias Sportsbury or anything like that, but I'm going to say this as if it is a fact because I feel so confident it like, has to be. Zach Eflin is the first player in Major League Baseball history to get his first two saves on a playoff clinching regular season win to get in the playoffs and then a playoff game saving a playoff clinching series win. He's absolutely the first player that's ever happened to it. It has to be. How's that for analytics? Right? I mean, that sounds like right. That, that sounds like a that sounds like a, a legitimate stat. We'll go with it. I, I just ran it by our sports pre, pre, <laughs> bureau here, and they agreed with you, so that's a good sign. Good. Um. Good. And and listen, I don't know. Again, uh, you know, I don't want to use numbers that are made up. Um. But I mean, Zach Eflin's basically what John Smoltz was when he became a closer. <laughs> Dennis Akersley so, in the you know late eighties, nineties. Yep. 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 Zach Eflin. Same guy. I agree. Yeah. Well, guess what? Guess who's picking up that $15 million option this offseason? This team. Um, but, yeah, dude, it's just like the, 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 the stuff that has happened is, is insane. It's just insane, man. Like, what are we watching? What are we watching? Last night we watched Gene Segura have a massive hit. We watched Nolan Arenado make a massive misplay. We watched Paul Goldschmidt make a dumbass play to, like, throw home. We watched Aaron Nola go out and dominate on the road for a guy that no one thought could win a big game to go and do that. We, we saw Zach Eflin on bad knees going out and, and, and going shove city in the ninth. We see Jose Alvarado, who no one trusted three months ago. Now, like, the, the everyone's like, he's our guy. Sir Anthony, no one trusted. Bang, back. Like, David Robertson, oh, he's going to walk the ballpark. One, two, three yesterday. What? Ba- Alec Boehm can't play defense. <laughs> like is uh, outshines Nolan Arenado, James. What in the world are we watching right now, Jack? I think the best way I can put it is the chances of that stuff happening were infinitesimal. That's really the best way I can put it. Well, as someone that has known that word for a long time, <laughs> I would agree that they were infinitesimal. It is unbelievable. All right, Jack. Last thing I have, and then if you have anything. Throw it in, but um, we've we've spent this whole pod heaping praise on the Phillies and really, you know, you know, bathing in our glory of finally getting to record this podcast that we dreamed of and thought would never happen. I gotta like, you know, put a little dose of reality in here and and rip us real quick, a quick mea culpa, and I want to rip myself 
but like significantly more rip you because as people will hear, people wow. will know, yeah, I think I, if we're going to be honest that you can't claim to be the one who's the authority in this. I'm not. I'm the one who gets ripped for it. But um, I did get to listen to Scott Fransky and I chat to my buddy for Tommy for having, you know, the uh, syncing up and all that. And um, we've always kind of deferred to Scott on such things. He was calling him Miles Michaelis all game. All game. And we've been calling him Miles Michaelis. And, you know, for me, that's just another pod. But for you, you know, I feel like you owe everyone an apology, Mr. You know, I get baseball players' names right guy, and I will rip James every single time he even comes close to messing one up. Um, you know, what do you have to say? Miles Michaelis. Apparently that's his name, according to Scott Fransky. Well, like I've always said, Fransky's wrong, per usual. Um, <laughs> I can't believe we... That I can't not the we, angle I expected. I like this. This is good. I, I, I can't believe we trust this guy with major broadcasts. <laughs> um, maybe it's... maybe. I mean, listen, it's been 11, seasons, 11 years since he called a big game. Uh, maybe he forgot that it's Miles Michaelis. Yeah, um, it's good. Yeah. Um, maybe be a professional for me one time, Scott. You know, that's what I would say. Um, because it's definitely Miles Michaelis. Um, <laughs> yes, that makes sense. That's but good. But it could also definitely be Miles Michaelis, and I forget who called him Nicholas for the first time. I, I, I mean, I, I've definitely always called him Michaelis, so I'm definitely wrong on oh, this. Oh, so one. it's your fault. Yeah, so it's your fault. You, did. you okay. spun it around there. That's well, nice. I always called him yeah. Michaelis until I met you. Oh, so. really? That sounds totally accurate. I love it. Yeah, you thought you thought you had me in a corner, buddy, didn't you? You thought you had me. And what did I do? Much like the Phils, I persevered and I got through it and here we are. Hey Jack, I got two words for you, buddy. Grow up. All right. Grow Never, up. buddy. Never. <laughs> I know. All right, you got anything else? What else you got? Dude, any like I got playoff so much take else. bag stuff? I got so much else, dude. Right, I, I, big game, big game take bag. First off, this is now, what is this? The um, eh, we're approaching at least three and a half hours of talking to each other today. Oh, this is uh, the most high hopes. Yeah, today alone <laughs> with the the radio show, and this is the most high hopes we've ever done in a short period of time. Yeah. It is also for you know anyone who you know, I'm sure we have some new listeners for the run or whatever, but like the people who listen, like it is twelve fifty in the morning, and Jack can go as long as he wants. That's where I'm at. I'm so happy, baby. Like, Dude, let's go. let me tell you something. Let's go. Let me tell you no, something. no I, complaints, buddy. I know it says twelve fifty. It feels like nine. Like is this, this? I I couldn't be more on cloud nine. I I I can't wait to see the celebrations. Like, dude, they're gonna celebrate in the clubhouse again tonight. Like that's special, man. That is freaking special. Seeing them be able to to to, to, to pour champagne and and chug beers and bond. Like again, this is just the beginning. This is just the freaking beginning for this team. The window is just opening now. And this is special. This is great. I love every minute of it. But, like, get used to this. Like, get used to this. The fact that this team has gotten over the hump and won a playoff series on the road again uh, in St. Louis, get used to this. Winners, James. Winners. Um, all right. Let me just run through my stream of consciousness. I'll just run through my stream of consciousness. Is that, is that fair? Do your thing, um, buddy. I'm, I'm laying back. Nola out of the first inning was massive. Uh, Newpar leads off the game with a double. Bang, Nola out of it. Like, that's, again, the first time where I was like, hmm, might, might have something different here. 
Um, Bryce was an absolute crowd silencer. You know, like that was a crowd silencer, a big moment on the road where he went out and uh, and dominated. I don't remember what happened. This, dude, I remember this is I, I, I am not lying to you. When I when I tell you, I believe my brain short circuited. Like, I don't I don't think I was like, I forgot how they scored runs in the eighth inning. I was like, hold on. How did they get up to nothing again? And I was like, all right, Bryce went. Yeah, yeah. And the second one was like a, a, a little Schwarber sack fly. But I don't I, I do not remember how the Schwarber sack fly happened. I got to be honest with you. Like, I was so locked in. I, I couldn't remember the it. Bomb. Uh, um, I don't know. Like Nola's fifth, I had written down. Bryce's base running was infuriating. Well, the what was it? The whatever it was the fifth or sixth for Nola. The one where after that like total bad vibes inning, where Harper had the like thrown out at second, and then Bohm gets almost or, or does get picked off, and like like it like should have been well, first picked off on purpose. Yeah, whatever. But he didn't get the run to score. Is the point? It should have been first and third, no outs, and all of a sudden they're out of the inning. Like it felt like such a bad vibes inning, and for Noah to come out and like shove that next inning, I thought that was the most important half inning of his game. And listen, I'm not one to tweet feels like a loss, um, but I really there was about three different times where I was like, this feels like a loss because it did, like it, it did. Um, but yeah, like the base running mistakes, it's like okay, here we go. Here's where they score. Um, and the the bomb, it was interesting. Like I didn't hate the idea of of sending the base runner and seeing what would happen. If I was bomb, I probably would have just taken second base because it seemed like they were giving it to you and let Marshy see what he can do. Um, you know, if you get like I just think that Goldschmidt was running towards him and he seemed like he had an easy throw home. Um, and I think if he throws the ball, I think the second baseman has an easy throw home too. Like. They didn't make him work. Um, so, listen, chalk it up as, as a learning experience, whatever, but that is playoff baseball. We need to figure those things out. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, the bunt, like, listen, it, it happened. I understand why they did it. Didn't like it in that situation. And uh, last thing was that <laughs> that I had written down because I don't remember the last two innings. Hmm. Uh was Jose Alvarado had strike three and it should have been out of the inning. Oh, totally. Totally. Ball. Yeah. The umping has not been, this guy was better than last night, but, but the umping has not been high level. I'm just looking at my TV and I looked up to see the Bryce tank shot again. Like such a good way to put it. I love that you called it a crowd silencer. That really what it was like, that was like a take the crowd out of the game. And honestly, I really think the Cardinals got taken out of the game after the ninth inning last night. Like, the whole game, their body language was bad. It felt like they were out of it. Honestly, I think Nolan Arenado, ever since that the win stopped his homer, it felt like he was totally checked out of the series. Like, totally, like, complaining, making mistakes, this and that. Like, um, it just, you know, to, to the whole point you keep saying, like, you know, it really they exercised the demons from, from 2011, and it, it just really felt like such an un like series. You know, they, they were the team that executed better, that played better defense, that pitched better, that came through in the big moments. It was like, you know, all the stuff they haven't done for 11 years, Jack. <laughs> like, know. literally, for I 11 know. years, they haven't done and this like, stuff. Dude, they, they uh, you, I, our listeners, the, 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 the day one IOS people, like, the Phils have not played that style of baseball. And is it refreshing to see they can? Yeah. And is that something that I think they're only going to build on? Yeah, I do. Um, but it's just like, like I have, I, 
I have never felt less intimidated by a 93-win baseball team than I did with this Cardinals team. Like, uh, Goldschmidt's great, whatever. He's also been terrible for a month. Arenado has been terrible for a month. Like, dude, miss me with the whole Pujols nonsense and the and the Yachty nonsense. Like, the, the player I was most afraid of was, like, Lars Newtbar by the end. <laughs> it's like... It's like I'm supposed to take this team seriously. Um, and German listen, handball I, superstar lies Lars yeah. Newbar. Yeah, and like Juan Yepes. Um, like that ends, man. That ends this week because it, 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 dude. A Phils like I, like the Phils beating the Braves would obviously mean way more to me than the Eagles beating the Cowboys. But like, this is my Eagles Cowboys. Like being able to knock the freaking Braves out of the playoffs would mean so much to me. And are they winners? And does it make me nervous? Yeah. But at the same time, James, and maybe this is a, you can tell me right now, straight to my face through Skype, if this is a loser mentality, but it's house money at this point. Oh, no, it totally is. It was house money for this round. Like, again, this was a team that everyone counted out. It's a team that almost collapsed, almost blew it, had 11 years since making the playoffs. Like, honestly, like, you know, it means so much more because they won it. But if, you know, and we didn't think they were going to do it, but if they had lost two in a row after winning that first game, I would still look back at that game one and sit with such fond memories ultimately. Like in the moment it would hurt, we'd be bummed and stuff. But when I look back at that gene hit that game, the feeling I had watching the Phillies in the playoffs again for the first time in 11 years, for me, like... I would look back on it fondly, even though we lost the series. And now I can look back on it like so much more fondly and meaningfully. And hopefully it becomes that much more meaningful, you know, down the road if if things happen. But like the point is that like even even though they won, like if they hadn't, I still feel like this was such a like, you know, it sounds sad, but like a beautiful experience for me. Like as like some <laughs> I'm serious, man. Like I'm serious. Like I we love this team, and it's been so long since we saw this, man. And, like, it felt so special to watch it again. And for them to win the game the way they did, it was just like, I, like, it was really, it was like a beautiful day. Like, it was a beautiful moment. It was something I'll never forget. And, like, thank God they won tonight because it's that much cooler. But, like, to your point about house money, I, you know, I, I think it's totally true. Like, I want them to win more and stuff, but I'm I'm just so grateful we got this, you know? And grateful is a great word, and I, I want to get this podcast up for our audience as, as quickly as possible. Um, just to, to, to oh, it's so unlike you to not just, you know, keep going for you Nah, know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna, you know, not be a me guy in this situation and make sure that our audience can get this as fast as possible. Good work. But um I guess my, my, my final message here to you and and to to everyone out there uh the high hosts you know that have been here since since day one is that like man james and i love you guys so much like celebrate this celebrate what just happened and and celebrate winning a game and winning a series on the road in what people are calling baseball heaven like celebrate michael k and a rod openly rooting and begging for a cardinals comeback and honestly Seeming unprepared for a Phillies team coming in and and winning a series, and you know, think about our guys and, and think about the 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 players that that we have argued over that that we have thought maybe they're not winners. Like, 
they just like did some players step up did some players not yeah but as a team they just went on the road and, and they won a playoff series against a team that won 93 games um Zach Wheeler was unbelievable Aaron Nola was unbelievable like that gives you a chance in every single series and that is like we're gonna look back on this Cardinal series as like special it's just a special special moment to be a Phillies fan because for 11 years and 10 seasons we haven't felt this and is it intense yeah do I feel like I'm just catching my breath yeah because that's what playoff baseball does to us and that's what makes it such a special sport and that's what makes it 162 games uh you know year after year worth it is for a playoff series like that um and i i am no longer doubting the fills like like i I said it earlier but don't let them win a game in atlanta because you're coming into a frenzy on friday and saturday that like frankly i i cannot freaking wait for I, i cannot wait for it so enjoy this have a great night have a great morning if you're waking up this if you're if you're sitting there and there's coffee uh roasting in the pot pour yourself a big old cup of coffee enjoy this podcast enjoy everything call your loved ones because the phils won a playoff series for a team that hasn't done this in a while this is going to sound like a world series podcast and i don't (laughs) care james like i could not care less because we deserve this. You deserve this. Everyone deserves this. Because it's been a hellish, hellish 10 seasons. And we've made it back. I, 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 I couldn't be happier. We are back in postseason baseball. We have felt what postseason Phillies big games have felt like. They're only going to get better from this. And I can't wait for Tuesday, dude. I cannot wait for Tuesday. I can't wait to see if we continue to see a different baseball team down in Atlanta. What a moment. What a time. I love you. I love our listeners. I love everyone. I love the Phillies. What a moment. What a day. What a night. Shout out to Knowles. Shout out to everyone. (laughs) Couldn't be happier. Go Phils, man. Go freaking Phils. Love it. Honestly, like nothing else to say. You deserve this. It's a perfect thing to say. Like, the, the, this pod has always been billed as the, the podcast for the disease Phillies fan. And there is no one who deserves this more. There's no one who appreciates it more. And um, to Jack's point, it's a beautiful thing that we get more of it. And we can't wait to, to talk to you through it. So guess what? More pods coming. More playoff baseball pods coming. Oh, my God. It's so awesome. I love you, buddy. I love everyone. I can't wait to talk to you next week about the Phillies and the Braves playing the LDS. This is the coolest thing ever. I'm I'm the happiest person in the world, other than Jack Fritz, who is actually the single happiest person in the world. Go Phils. He's Fritz himself. <laughs>